Welcome to the Podcast and Chill Show. I'm your host, Duff No Bear. And I'm Vanessa Valley. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Pod and Chill Show. Give us a like on our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Pod and Chill Show. You can stream our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even SoundCloud. Make sure to leave a rate and review. Want to be a part of our Patreon community? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Pod and Chill Show. That's P O D A N D C H I L L. S-H-O-W, to become a part of the Pod and Chill Show community, where you will receive daily motivational updates, be the first to access all weekly episodes and exclusive content, and be one of the first ones to see our very own cartoon, Ordinary Antics. Not to mention, all Patreons receive a monthly gift, a way of saying thank you for being part of our community. Is that everything? Yeah, I think it is. Cool. Starts to drive, step back in the air. Oh, oh he step oh, back and oh kiss myself. Big time plays, big, wow. big time plays. We're back again, man. How you doing? Mm-mm-mm. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday. TGIF. Just got paid. Just got paid. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Party hopping. And I'm feeling right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you doing, man? I haven't seen you really, you know, during the day, honestly. You know, we, uh, I'm I'm pretty good, you know. Yeah. Everything is going how it's supposed to go, you know. Business is doing very well. Some will say it's booming. Yeah. Entrepreneurship route is doing very well for us, I will say. Yeah. Uh, you know, just learning things, evolving. A lot of people laughed. A lot of people laugh. A lot of people laugh. Always. That's that's what it is on the road to success. People don't want to build with you until they see a hammer. That's how it usually is. Mm-hmm. It's the podcast and chill show, you know. I'm not going to do no introduction because it probably is an introduction on this episode. A pretty good one, actually. We started, you know, now a little more professional. Yeah, we, we're getting more professional with the podcast. It's yeah, here. evolving. Yeah. That's what people like to know. People, you know, out there, they want, they want to see growth. They know? love evolution. They evolution. love evolution and they love consistency. Yeah. We're trying to provide both, just us two, you know. It takes a long time. You know, we do a lot together. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Let's uh, be honest on the podcast. How do you feel about that? The fact that we do so much together. I mean, it's cool. Did I ever get on your I, nerves? I, I still, yeah. I still <laughs> give myself time, though. I give time to myself and everything like that because you need self-care. Yeah. I like walking around by myself, reading books on my lonesome. I like doing a lot of things by myself. I feel like that makes me a better person. It does. It does. You know, because we've been doing things together for a very, very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I mean, we started, we was always hanging out, you know, hanging out, doing cool stuff together, like playing and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. younger days. But, wow, that's a very loud bike. But anyway, um, when did we start, like, taking shit serious? Like, when did we start actually trying to put... You know, stuff together. When was well, that? Basically, well, I recruited you for Western movie when the fell project that the first fell project that we had, the first dream. Yeah, I uh, recruited you. I wanted to put a team together. Uh, someone came to me. The person that we were doing it with came to me. And he was mm-hmm. like, you know, I said I think I know a group of people. So I was on social media, searching for people, scouting the best talent I could get. People hit me back up. I said, yo, I feel like you'll be a great asset to this project I'm doing. And everybody fell in line. And at first, it was good in the beginning. And then everything fell off. Yeah. But that's just the first lesson I've learned as a creative. That was my first real creative project. Yeah. 
coming from art school. That's because this is me dropping out of college and then having an actual project, my first actual project. But now and I feel like with all the businesses and how I've handled everything lately, I feel like if we were to redo something, a project similar to that, I feel like we could execute it. Definitely. You know, because you live and you learn. There's a lot of lessons to be learned. Yeah. We learned a lot of lessons. I feel like if we were to go back and do it, we can f- fulfill everything. It would have got done. Yeah. It would have got done. Fast, in a timely fashion. It would have got done. All the business side aspect would have been finished. All the creative sides would have been done. Yeah. And I feel like we'll have, we have more money in our pockets to have a better production yeah. than last time. And we'll have better people around us because when you start in the beginning, a lot of people don't see the vision. So they you're going to get the minimal talent that you can. But and the now, minimal effort. Yeah. So now you see people that actually believe in us. We can reach out and say, hey, we need you for this project. People are going to come and it's going to be executed perfectly. Yeah. You know, that's that was a big thing. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fine being transparent with it. You know, when, you, when you're not paying people, mm-hmm. right, the effort is not there. And that's just uh, capable. Like you have to get people to buy in. Like that's the key to startups. You know, not every startup gets paid, but you have to really sell people on an idea of look, we're not paying you right now, but think about what you could be a part of in the of. future. Yeah, you know, and I, I don't think that that was uh, you know, delivered like fully. But yeah. we were all young. Exactly, we were all very young when we started that. We were. I think it was uh. Oh, wow, 2017, summer of 2017. Mm-hmm. It's almost four years ago that we started that. And that was a, when, when it didn't happen, that was a big blow for me because, like, you know, I um, I was brought on and I wanted to, when I when I dive into something, and that's some, some people would say that's some of my, one of my flaws. Mm-hmm. When I dive into something, like, I jump, like, two feet. Yeah. Like, I'm that kid that doesn't want to jump in the water, but when I'm in the water, I cry because I don't want to get out. Mm-hmm. That was me, you know. I was so like engulfed in that project that when it didn't finish, like it sucked. Yeah, it sucked for me anyway. Like I, I mean, I didn't really. I mean, I, the way I am, I was just like, I just go with the flow. I'm like, something else is gonna happen. Something else big for me is gonna happen, which it did the same year. And I was like, all right, cool. The only thing I was like, damn, like we not told everybody about it, but it was highly anticipated throughout the entire. City. People wanted it. A lot of people wanted it. People still hit me up to this day and talk about it. Some of the actors said, yeah, if this movie dropped, I would have took over the city. The writing was there. Everything was there. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, it was highly anticipated. We had a lot of well-known Philadelphians mm-hmm. tap in, and they wanted to be a part of it, mm-hmm. uh, sponsorship-wise, mm-hmm. just off the of fly. We had a movie theater venue already yeah, we picked. Had a, we had a mi- movie uh, theater venue, everything. Everything was picked. It was just highly anticipated, and the fall off like that, I was like, damn, all right, that's the failure. That's what I see as a failure. Yeah. Not executing that. Not the film, but like, damn, you let a few people down. You're like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. Because who would have known where it would have took us? Who would have known? Because it's funny, not to say it was going to be like a Friday, but Friday it had a fifteen thousand dollar budget and yeah. it grossed a hundred and forty million box office mm-hmm. for a fifteen k budget. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and it's you know most of the people that were in the video in the movie were in college, mm-hmm. in different areas. So that could have stretched a lot of different places. Exactly, especially because people that aren't in big cities, you know, they want to see how big city life is like, mm-hmm. and it kind of would have showed you, yeah, what big city life is like. From people that are living it, not people that have left and came back and now have lost touch. Like, we're still living in the city, you know? Yeah, and all the people, and it helped a few people 
you know, um, everybody that had their hands on it, I would say, are doing pretty well for themselves. All yeah. the creatives and the editors and the yeah. cameramen, they do pretty well for themselves now. Mm-hmm. Made uh, their made their uh, their start. Yeah. From it, it's safe to say that, right? Yeah, some. Some. Yeah. yeah. Safe to say that. And even with myself, like um, I find myself more of a creative. You know, when I was younger, I used to write stories, but sitting down writing a script for people to say, it definitely changed my perspective mm-hmm. on. And truth be told, that's why I stopped watching movies. One of the reasons why. One reason was the college, my college course. But the other reason why I stopped watching movies and TV shows was because I started uh, screenwriting. Mm. And some people will say that's a flaw because why would you not watch television to get concept ideas or to get, uh, you know, an inspiration from television? Mm-hmm. But our television is so you know, immersed within different types of agendas that I wouldn't want to subject my work to that. So when I go into writing, I go into writing as, you know, a blank canvas. Yeah, yourself. As myself. It's kind of smart because they do teach you, you know, it's basically your subconscious. If Mm -hmm. you write something or a script, nine times out of ten, it's going to be from somewhere else that you've seen. Something inspired. Something inspired. So it's a method to the madness when you say that because you're coming with a blank canvas. It may be, it may be, uh, damn, I lost train of thought. It's okay. It may be like radical or weird maybe. Was no, what you're no, not radical or weird. It's, it's, I think it's kind of smart, but it's like you don't have anywhere to draw blanks from. Like if I get like stuck, I get can stuck. Paint you. Yeah, if you get stuck, yeah. That's happened before because I because I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I have to leave a project for days or weeks because I don't have an inspiration. Yeah. But we were taught in this. I don't know why I was in a fucking film class. This has nothing to do with my major at all. Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I was in the film class and it taught me a lot about just like how people create these projects. Mm-hmm. The the two main words, and this isn't really a podcast topic, but it's important, you know. Two main words: pro-social and subversive. Pro-social means happy ending. So, people, humans, we we long for that happy ending. You know how, and you can even apply this to our real lives outside of media, mm-hmm. right? People, quote unquote, chasing a bag. They're chasing the bag to get money because they're chasing what? The happy ending. You know, they want to be able to be financially free, yada, 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 wear a beard, turtleneck, financial freedom, all that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So that's what most movies strive for, like The Lion King. Perfect example of pro-socialism. Perfect example of it. You know, there was subversive, there's subversivity, which the term subversive is the flaw or the or the obstacle within a film. Mm-hmm. So every movie has one part of that. The pro-social is the happy ending. So in The Lion King, what was the happy ending? Fucking Simba kills Scar. But the subversive the subversive theme in that film was Mufasa dying and Simba trying to figure out who his true identity was. Yeah. When he finds it, that's when we start to go to the pro-social climax, which is in a lot of movies. You could take it for Spider-Man, you know, uh, Transformers, Harry Potter. You know, yeah, it's coming to that realization after the climate. Yes. Uh, like, oh, uh, what's the 
catharsis. No, what's his uncle name? He died, right? Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben, uncle yeah. Ben Damn, R.I.P. Identity, who I am. Yeah, it's it's in literally every single film. Every film has a pro-social ending, mm-hmm. except for what was that movie? Damn, I didn't mean it. See, which one? Oh man, it was the Lord of the Rings didn't have a pro-social ending mm-hmm. because there were different movies. But you could also say because they were chopped up. Maybe the end the end result was a pro social happy happy ending, mm-hmm. but even in TV shows, Attack on Titan. If for all you anime people out there, they I didn't have a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a happy ending, mm-hmm. but most people in movies chase a happy ending because why? It's a mirroring effect. Most humans chase a happy ending in real life. Yeah, white picket fence, dog, cat, wife, kids, happiness. Yeah, so. And I try to stray stray away from that. Like, for example, I'm writing the cartoon, right? The cartoon doesn't have an ending. Yeah. There's no endings to any... If you pay attention to the cartoon, there's no endings to any of my episodes. Mm-hmm. They just stop. There's no happy endings. There's no subversive endings. It's just dialogue and it stops. Because I'm not trying to paint you the end of the picture. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm trying to do here. Yeah, I'm trying to show you a topic, and leave it open to well, what the fuck happened next? Mm-hmm. There's no everything is an anthology. Every single episode is a different topic for a reason. I'm not. Yeah. This isn't a continuation. This isn't a the moderator does this then does that or whatever. No, because I don't care enough to you know paint that ending for you. Mm-hmm. That's your job because you're the you're the, you're the you're the viewer. Yeah, all the great, all the great directors, I feel like have a niche for doing that. Like you got, uh, I mean, Good Out had a nice happy ending, but it also had an alternate ending. Okay, I think you know Jordan Peele. Yeah, great. I good mind, good mind. Yeah, his mind. Mostly, the end of his movies have like alternate endings. That's why I feel like makes a, a great film like we're not going to paint this happy ending for you yeah we want you to see what's happening next. exactly from either a part two or you great y'all create your own opinions about what happens and that opens the floor for discourse so i feel like movies like that or tv shows like that or cartoons like that are brilliant because it opens the viewer's mind you know what i mean childish gambino yeah you know atlanta donald glover donald glover atlanta you know when you when you think of Atlanta, it's not a normal you know street hood TV show. No. It makes you think every single episode. Yeah, it, but it's it, it's in a lower socioeconomic area, mm-hmm. but it's not power or you know anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it has that type of intellectual like thought process behind it. Yeah, makes you think. That's all, and also. Uh, you know, I'm attempting to write a book. I have two books in the works. Uh, the first book is a novel. The second book is, you know, a book for entrepreneurs like ourselves. You know, to try to tie it into what we were saying earlier about, like, did you, we didn't see ourselves owning a business. No. At least not me. I see myself doing something, though, independently. Because I told my mom at a young age, I told my mom actually in eighth grade that I wanted to drop out of school. That's what I told So me. not go to high school? Yeah, I didn't want to go to high school. Okay, why? Uh, I feel like, not because of laziness, what people always say, you know, the kid is just lazy. He's smart, but he's lazy. I feel like it was a waste of time. I realized that at a very young age. I was like, bro, we just, we're learning 
just to do the test. That's literally all. I need to gain some different type of knowledge. In eighth grade, I can't know my mama said, I can't do high school. And if the work wasn't hard. I was just like, bro, I can't do high school. Then I went to high school. I was right. Oh, this high school. Now, when I graduate high school, everyone says what? Oh, college is a scam. High school is a School is a scam. Mm-hmm. As soon as I graduate. Y'all waited this whole time to tell me it was a scam. But, yeah, I knew I was going to do something independently my entire life. I just mm-hmm. needed to know what it was. And that was me dropping out of college. That's what I was looking for the whole time. That's why you got Western movies, stuff like that. And that's why you got me trying out different things. And mm-hmm. when opportunities was brought up, uh, brought to me, I was like, you know what? Let me take these opportunities, like the podcast. Let me Let me do it. Just to see where it's going to take me. Maybe this is the thing where I had in my mind the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, all the opportunities that came to me, I declined a few of them. Because I was doing graphic design for a while, which a lot of people... I got my name on social media sites from doing uh, graphic design. And uh, a lot of big names uh, came to me, asked me, can I do work for them? I declined some of them because I was like, I don't, I'm not passionate about it no more. Uh, I had a friend group. It was a big friend group. We basically started like the art design, like you see the cartoons and shit a lot. We started that. I'm telling you, we started the like the cartoons of celebrities and shit like that. We started that. Like the We Are Young Money throwing no, no type no, stuff. No, no, not like cartoons on like um art illustrations. Okay, okay. Like I'm uh real good friends with this one guy. He works with very huge celebrities. He, we started that. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I got my name from illustrations. And then that's when I was like, oh, it's not for me. And I was like, now I have to do going to the next project. Yeah. And so here we are. So how do you feel about if you were to tell somebody, because a lot of people, and this is part of the book that I'm writing, the book isn't going to be long. The book's only going to be about 150 pages, if that. And what it, I wouldn't even call it a guide. It's more so... A toolbox. Mm-hmm. The book would be a toolbox for people to have yeah. that sort of just explains what to look for, what to watch out for, and what to think about in the professional type of world. Like, well, you have to understand something. Me and you went into this business venture last year, right? Mm-hmm. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. Yeah, We had no idea. We had no idea the first, the first idea of anything. All we did was YouTube a couple things, put some things together put some names together, make a logo, and was like, all right. But what we did know was, what is everybody else doing? And that's where we're going to stay away from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did know that. We knew that. And you may think why I'm saying that. But either start, and this is no shade to anyone. This is no shade. None at all. Because that's not the point of this conversation. We didn't start like a clothing brand or, you know... Like anything that more than ten people I knew were doing. Yeah. Essentially. Not saying that what something they're doing that's is bad. Exactly. Something that's old not we tried to do something that wasn't oversaturated. So what we did was and this is something that you could do right now, honestly. Think of something that has a need. That's what that's we did. Always gonna be a need. That's always gonna no be a need. No matter if technology takes over or yes. not. You have to find a need that's something that's irreplaceable yes that's constantly going to be need change yes that's what you look for and when you find that need next step is find that competition mm-hmm. because obviously there's a need there's somebody fulfilling that need 
So you have to find out who the competition is. Yep. And see if can your product be different from the competition. Something to think about. When everybody's in these oversaturated markets, how is your product different or your theirs. service different yeah. from theirs? And that's your first step. If you hit the drawing board and you figure, all right, I want to do a good one, which I didn't think about, honestly, when we were doing it, but you have a, need a little money to do it. Mm-hmm. Cash flow businesses. You know, because it's universal. I don't have to leave my house to start a cash flow business, right? There's competition out there for a cash flow business because, you know, there's millionaires that have them. Exactly. But my thing is, do people like us know about it? Who have them? No. Not really. And by people like us, I don't mean African Americans. I mean people, you know, our age group. Yeah. I don't mean African Americans. You know, and that's really what it was. You know, cleaning was one of the things that we, sanitation, I should say, is one of the things that we came up with because everything gets fucking dirty. Everything. There's always going to need for... It's not a lot of machines that's going to clean your entire apartment building. No, especially not the way you want it. Not the way you want it. Not it's going to get the nooks and crannies. Right. It's not. And the, until the, you got a fucking made from the Jetsons. That's until that's available. There's always going to be a need for yes. services like that. Yes, and the good thing about it is, the more money people have, the less effort people want to put into stuff like that. Yeah. Because the more money you make, probably it's safe to say, not everyone. The more money you make, the more demanding your job is. Exactly. So you're going to be working, what, fucking 70 hours a week. You're not going to have time to clean your stuff. Mm -hmm. That's where we come in. That's where we come in. You know, so that's kind of how we never really talked about how we started the business on the pod. Yeah. So that's basically it. You know, you find you find a, a need and see if you can fulfill it. Like, I promise you, I promise you, Jeff Bezos did not sit in his house and say, I'm going to create a global conglomerate like Amazon. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't think about that. But what he thought about was, I'm a nerd. I like books. I know there's 10 people out there that like books. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sell books online. So now I have an e-commerce, basically, shop for books. Yeah. Now, somebody, I'm not saying it was him, but somebody came up to Jeff Bezos and was like, you know what, Jeff? You're doing so well selling books. How about you make a machine that has the books so you don't have to sell the books? Mm -hmm. So basically what he did was he made it it easier to sell the same thing. He's selling the same thing twice, but he made it easier. Damn, Kindles are going crazy right now. Kindles are something like hotcakes. Light bulb, Jeff. If I could sell fucking Kindles, maybe I could sell bananas Mm -hmm. and iPhone chargers. In iPhones. Now you have the biggest monster tech giant, second to Walmart, yeah, in the world. In the world. Where you can order something online and it comes to you in like three hours. Crazy. Evolution, man. Fulfill the need. Everything. All you need is is, is simplicity. The art of the art of simplicity goes a long way. You find something that's extremely, not difficult, but a lot of people don't want to do. And guess what you do? You simplify it. Uh-huh. And you sell it. Uh-huh. People love simplicity. I don't want to do this hard thing. Okay, so something easy that can do it. That's why we download a lot of different editorial apps. Because it's simple. Yeah. 
we just want one click. Mm-hmm. Majority of us have what a short attention span anyway. Yeah. So it was like, what do we want? We want something short and that can fulfill our needs in that short period of time before you make move on to the next thing. Because a lot, just like how many people are playing Sudoku these days? Bro, I never knew how to play it. Exactly. I'm not even saying that for pop purposes. Yeah. I never knew how to play Sudoku. Not a lot of people. Why? Because it's extremely time consuming. Yes. How many people are playing uh, landmines on um, the computer? It used to be a good game. Remember that game? I never played it. But you, do you remember? Of course I remember landmines. With the numbers and you. Yeah. A lot of people not playing it. It's time consuming. So what do we do? We avert. We go to somewhere simple like Temple Run. Yes. Yes. Easy. Easy, simplistic games. Easy goals changed. Easy goals, yeah. yeah. Easy goal. Doesn't take a lot of thinking to play. And then guess what? There's a lot of people that don't want to think more than you think. Like Pop Hop is gonna sit at the table at Sunday morning yeah. and write out his crossword puzzle. Exactly. With a pen mm-hmm. and think about it. He's not gonna Google the word on his phone and put it in to cheat himself. Yeah. Pop Pop's not doing that, but you're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it's access. You got access. You got yeah. easy access. Like, if you didn't know how to, let's say you punched a hole in your wall, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to, like, look up. learn how to do it. You're going to ask YouTube how to do the shit. That's all. The simplicity. You're you going to ask YouTube. something that's hard, relatively, you simplify it. And that's all. That's yeah. what people want. If you can find a way to sell that, that's perfect. You got a million-dollar business right there. Now, I use YouTube for TV. Yeah. But YouTube, I, I can bet my money on it. That YouTube gets most of its views from how-to videos. Yep. I can bet my money on that. Because, bro, just like you said, <laughs> simplicity. That's Literally. Point blank, period. Word for word. Simplicity. One word. But, yeah, so it's amazing. But going back to your one point about college, I didn't forget about that, but mm-hmm. the conversation was just too good. I didn't want to interrupt it. I was having a talk with uh, one of my friends at work. You know, he, he was a he was a coworker. Yeah. But then I was like, yo, this guy's really cool. Like, you know, I'm gonna go out, have a drink with him, you know, mm-hmm. talk to him. He's a real cool guy. Real cool guy. Yeah. He was telling me that, listen, man, my parents are, you know, Caribbean. They didn't have a uh centered like education. So they pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me and pushed me to go to college. Why? Because they didn't go to college. Yeah. So he went to college. And he went to college and have massive, debt. massive amounts of debt doing something in a degree that he didn't even want. Yeah. I mean, massive hmm. amounts of debt. And it's like, this is not a individual case. This is multiple people in our country, our race, that have this and the generation before. So my question is. When do we stop going to college? Or do we stop going to college? I mean, no, not as long as they're high school. Because, you know, college is what? I mean, my bad, my apologies. High school is what? Preparation for college. It is. High school doesn't teach you a trade. It doesn't. High school doesn't teach you financial literacy. It does not. High school doesn't teach you how to file your taxes. It does not. Like that. So... When they change the method on what they teach in high school, that's when you can say, okay, now I don't need college because this prepared me for real life. Now, does that also, but you see what you just said. Yeah. So that eliminates the college business. Exactly. And college is a 
I get what trillion. What we say trillion, trillion dollar business. Trillion, trillion dollar, dollar business. business. So that would never happen. I put you like this. This is all way. ideal that we're speaking. Yeah. Not to change the subject because we're going to go back to this. Glad another point. But when Zion Williamson was at Duke, mm-hmm. right? I forgot who he was playing. Front row seats. Yeah. To that game was sixteen thousand dollars. Really? Yes. Hmm. To a college game, Zion Williamson. Sixteen thousand dollars. Crazy, but just a sidebar. Our parents, and I don't blame our parents because they wanted what they wanted, what they thought was better, yeah, for their children. And I'm in grad school. I'm enrolled in grad school right now. So like you can you can see I'm speaking from experience. Like I don't have massive amounts of debt because you know I played the game a bit smarter and I was blessed to have a scholarship. But some people aren't that fortunate. Yeah. So my thing is, if I have a hundred thousand dollars in debt, number one, I'm not going back to school. Me neither. <laughs> I'm not, and I I would look at education a lot differently. Mm-hmm. You would see it as time wasted. Time wasted, because it's money wasted. Because time is money. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I'm going back to school is essentially to further my. Uh, what's the one I'm looking for? To further my research yeah. in something I want to do long term. Exactly. I'm not going back to school to please someone else. You know, because I did that by getting my undergrad. I got it for cheap. So, so question. Answer. Right? Let's say you, you didn't get this scholarship, right? For undergrad. For undergrad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's say you didn't get this uh, scholarship for undergrad. Yes. How many years do you think that you acquire actual knowledge from college? You want me to be really honest with you on the podcast? Yes, I want you to be really honest. Zero. Really? Yeah. So you would feel like you wasted your money if you didn't get that scholarship. Bro, I barely paid for my undergrad, and I feel like I wasted money. Mm. And I'm and I'm I'm not saying that for laughs or jokes. I'm yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. To the point where. Now, now, mind you, I didn't get a degree in biology. Yeah. But there's biology majors that work at Target. No shade to Target. No shade to Target. But it's but like, yeah. You're you supposed to be a scientist. for years, but you're supposed to be a scientist. Or on the way. And now you're doing checkout for me. Yeah, because there's no market for that job. Exactly. Not, not in the region you live in. Yes. Unless you're moving. Like, think about it. And this is where college gets that scam aspect because... There's so many majors, mm-hmm. but there's the the job to major ratio is unequivalent. Very narrow. I it's would say. very narrow. Yeah, bro, you get a a, a degree in dramatic film. Mm-hmm. You went to a liberal arts college. Now you owe them seventy five thousand dollars to get a degree in dramatic film. You live in Wichita, Kansas. There is no market for there's your no, degree. There's no scouting out there for you. There's no uh, Disney Channel looking to hire you. Your best bet is to go to Los Angeles or New York, which is already oversaturated by the people that live there. So how are you going to And more there? people that want to move there chasing the same exact dream that you want to. I feel like all those type of things are pipe dreams. Yes. All of them are pipe dreams. Yes. And, so to you. And I'm not discrediting education, but I'm saying if, you, if you're seeking higher education, do it strategically. Exactly. If you're going to go to a school and waste four years for a degree, at least make it be free or remotely free where you don't come out of school with a 
communication major and over 160 grand in debt. And now you have to live with your mom until you're 30 years old to pay that off. Like just and, and again, I'm no shade to anyone. But my thing is, yo, these colleges are higher educational institutions. Yeah. But you're paying for that. You are. And it's so funny how these institutions can fail you, but take your money. Mm-hmm. It's a being a being an entrepreneur, you know, being a business owner. It's all about sales. Sales drives everything. It's the meat and potatoes of every company, every business, and every venture. Amazon has sales. Car companies have sales. My job has sales. College recruiters, <laughs> sales are salesmen. That's all they are. That's why they come to your school. Come to your to recruit on, you on college fair day. It's like, hey, you should come to this college for X amount of reasons. Okay, that's interesting. Send you free mail. Yep. Give you a nice little acceptance letter oh, with we a got little. A sucker. Yeah, we got a stupid head. Oh, he's out of state. Are we gonna make him pay forty eight grand a month a year? You know, and it's not this. This conversation is to shut on education because I love education. But you guys should really look back at what the education is actually offering you. There's a lot of smoke and mirrors behind it. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I educated myself at the college. That's what I did. It's a lot of smoke and mirrors behind education. I books. I've read books. I read psychology books. I'm interested in psychology. I don't want to be a psychologist. So what I do, I go online, look up the best psychology books to read, and I buy them, and I read them. And that's where I get my education from. But people, people will sit there and say to you that you're not qualified to talk about what you're talking about because you don't have a degree. I guess. They can say that. But my, my, my knowledge is for myself. I don't do it for other people. Excellent. Excellent. But my thing is... There's people out there with degrees that aren't qualified. Yeah, I know a few of them. <laughs> exactly. So, I don't know in terms of education. If you had to ask me, you, you already asked me, do, do, was it a waste? I would say it was a waste if I wasn't paying for it. Yeah. To make a long story short, if I wasn't paying for it, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a waste. But, you know, some people have to prove themselves that to themselves that hey i graduated college mm-hmm. but now it's a now i happened to me it's a now what factor yeah because you're in school for what 16 years of your life you're in school for 16 17 years of your life all you know is school so what's next some people just go back to school and then go back and then it's like all right well i got a, i have a phd and four hundred thousand dollars in debt you know what they say the same thing about what jail prison yeah I didn't know you was about to say that. They do. They say the same exact thing in prison. If you go to jail for 30 years, you come out, all you know is jail. You can't, you didn't move forward with civilization. So that's what you got to do. I can't adjust to daily life. My family is all evolution. It's all evolution. They evolve. So what I'm doing, where I feel most comfortable at. Jail. jail. So that's what I'm going to go back to. Jail. I like how you did that. That's crazy. That's scary. Pardon the MacBook. But yeah, so it's it's a it's a it's a correlation between the two. So would you say that humans aren't or do not have free will? Um, I feel like one when they're held captive, not against their will, but when they're accustomed to doing the same thing every single day, it's like a rat on a wheel. Okay. 
if you put that rat somewhere else, it's not going to know what to do because the will is not there anymore. Okay, so the will is telling you what to do, the essentially. Is essentially, it's telling you what to do. Because okay. I'm getting on this will, and I'm spinning on it every single day. Without that will, I lost my identity. Yeah, who are you without the will? Who am I without that will? I'm just a rat. Not a rat Stupid. in the streets, but I'm just a rat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be considered a rat. I and mean, that's what anything. If you're doing the same job every single day, and then you go, say, if you go to retail, you work in retail for ten years, you're not about to go work for a warehouse because you don't know what the hell is happening. You don't know warehouse, and they won't hire you because you exactly. have no warehouse you don't experience. Have no experience, and plus you'll be stuck. So what you gonna do? Oh, I'm gonna go back to working at Macy's because I'm excellent at that one job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that also goes to the statement that oh, you're you're a jack of all trades, master of none. I don't know what idiot thought of that statement. That's one of the dumbest and most insulting things you could say to somebody. That's not a funny. That's not a funny conversational topic. I hate when people say that. Yeah. Oh, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Bro, fuck you. Literally, because you have one track. Yeah. You have one track, bro. One track. You've been doing the same thing for 26 years. If that market gets closed, you're done. You're back to entry level, whatever you can find. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a master at something to be good at it. You don't. Take the NBA, for example. There's superstars, there's all-stars, and there's role players, but they all made it to the NBA. Yeah. They're all getting paid millions of dollars. Role players, superstars, all-stars. It's just what level do you want to get to? That's it. So I have a I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duff, I have a question for you. So I was watching this video about do humans actually have free will? Yeah. It's very interesting. You know, I took a lot of notes about it. And I asked you earlier, you know, do you think humans have free will? And you gave me a pretty good answer. You know, the one thing I would like to just say about it, though, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You know, as you know, humans, the video said that, you know, we have the inability to ever be free because being free is one of mankind's greatest limitations. Hmm. Okay. So what I thought of was, well, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, we're all given free will. Yeah. The reason why I say spiritual because science can't prove free will. So that's the reason why I say spiritual. Not because I'm on some some holy spiritual stuff. Shit, yeah. yeah no. Astrology shit. No, I'm not. I would never claim to be. But yeah, science can't prove free will. They can only prove anatomy, and anat free will isn't, you know, proven by anatomy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said that. Just uh, just wanted to, you know, put that out there. How does that make you feel? Um, in regards to free will, yeah. Basically, this is how I see everything. Uh, do I believe that there is free will in humans? Do you? Yeah. <sighs> That's a tough question. I it feel is. like we all have the ability to have free will. Okay. But I feel like we have, just like you said, like it's limitations, and it's not. It's the limitations are out of our reach, and it's not because of us. You have cultural reasons. Okay. You have, like we just recently said, you have uh, not being held captive, but doing the same exact thing every single day can hold your 
can hold your free will. Uh, damn, it's a lot. It's a, a lot. lot of things. It's a lot. It's a lot. Just like we always say on this podcast, we're tribal. Everybody Very. wants to be connected to something. True. And I feel like that limits free will. Okay. Us. We all want to be included into something. So I would say this. Humans have free will, mm-hmm. but we can never use it. I can give you three points. Humans have free will, but we can never use it. And I will sincerely stand on that. We can, can name, never use free will. I can name a few people that I believe have free will. Who? In this lifetime. Who do you think? I believe Kanye West has free will. No. Spiritually? Like, from what he's been doing? Keep going. Who's Alex your Alex Jones. Okay. Louis Farrakhan. Okay. Uh... You got the Malcolm X's. Dead. Exactly. You got the Martin Luther King. Dead. They still had, I believe, free will. Dead. You get assassinated for speaking your truth. That's my one of my points. Yeah. So, so I feel like you can have free will. It's just going to come with consequences. So it's not really free will to the masses. It'll be your free will, if that makes sense. So well, I like your point, and hold on to that, because I want you to try to counter mm-hmm. What I'm about to say to you. So, as humans, as average humans, I would feel like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King were not average humans. No, I could I could say that. I feel like they were extraordinary people. Louis Farrakhan, extraordinary person. Is why he's banned by liberal media. Yeah, he's banned. Alex Jones, you know, banned, banned, <laughs> banned. Yeah, banned very well. And you know, so let me just get to my points. So, as humans, we are always told what to do. When to do it and why we're doing it. Yeah. Always. Like, we are the world's strongest animals. We are the world's strongest animals, but yet we are the most confined animals because we are the strongest animals. Right? Yes. Okay. Our brains, our thought process is free i can think about a thousand things right now and not say a single word yeah some good some bad some horrible but our bodies are constrained to the laws of the area we live in yeah and i feel like that would be necessary so that's what you think I feel like I feel like it's necessary that we ha- have these laws in place because uh, if it was like anarchy is what we're basically saying. But who who who's to say that it would be? Yeah, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't unless know unless it happens because somebody but told us that it'll. Yeah, that would, that's what it'll be. But uh, you see what happens in the news. You know these people shooting up schools. You know what I mean? Yes. This is why laws are in place, I feel like. So. Because you can be a free thinker. You can have these horrible thoughts in your brain. Yes. Quote, unquote, mental illness. Yes. But as laws. Depending on who you ask, I'm not. Depending on who you ask. It's different measures to prevent different things. So I feel like, to an extent, free will needs limitations on certain ways of thinking. You can't have a limitation on free, Michael. 
Listen. You see, see, and this is the concept that I'm yeah. glad you brought up. You can't have, a, and mind you, I want to go into politics one day. Mm-hmm. I want to go into government one day. So I would go into a sector that is literally put in place to limit free will. Yeah. And I'm probably one of the few people in politics, in government, that would come out and say that. Yeah. Why? Because a lot of politicians and a lot of people in government don't tell the truth. You vote for me because you believe that you, the voter, are giving up your free, free. will for me to protect you. Yeah. For me to think for you. To tell you what to do, when to do it, why to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why you vote for me. You don't vote for me because I look cute. Some people might, but generally, mm-hmm. you know, that's not why you vote for me. So let me ask you this question. If an artist was given an art piece to, for a commission. Yeah. Right. But they were told... They could only commission the piece on an Etch-A-Sketch, right? Can they have really done their commission freely? But they were they said they can do whatever they want. It means, oh, they told them they could do whatever they want. But you have to but do it on an Etch-A-Sketch. I mean, that's like a sacrifice. Like, okay, we're going to give you... It's just what we just said. Yo, we're going to give you some freedom, mm-hmm. but it's limitations to what you can do. Mm-hmm. Like, you can do whatever you want. It just has to be in this confined space. So I'm telling you what to do, why to do it, and when to do it. Taking away your oh, so. free will. Because I'm telling you. If I'm telling you you can do whatever you want just in this confined space. Nope. You just said that mm. with the artist. That's what I'm they telling you to do. do. The sketch. That's what they, I'm telling you. They can do whatever they want, but it has to be on that etch But sketch. I'm confining you to that box. Yes. Which is not free. If I'm telling you I'm giving you a hundred million dollars, but you can only spend it in Jamaica. I'm gonna spend that money in Jamaica. That's what I'm telling you. But my thing is you can, but you can't go anywhere else. That's fine. I can get some money somewhere but else. But that's not that's being free. You're confined to Jamaica now. Yeah. Any concept I can bring up, I can prove to you that humans really don't have we we have free will, but we can't enact on it. Like watch this, right? Squirrels have more free will than humans. Why? Because they can go wherever they want. They can do whatever they want at any time of the night. No. They hot nuts in the ground. They do. Keep going, though. Squirrels don't want to take a rocket to Mars. No. They don't have no need to. They have no need to. Whales don't care about getting $100 million. Yeah. They don't need to. Why? Because they're fucking whales. They're stupid, but that's that's the consequences of being the smartest... Thing on the planet, so, the smartest animal on the planet. So the consequence of being the smartest animal on the planet is your free will. Yes. So we don't have free will. Yes. It's podcast and chill show. It's podcast and chill show. Free freedom of thinking. That's what I say. We can think freely, but you can't enact on that. That's what I'm saying. We can think as freely as we can, but that's why we have laws in place and different rules. That's why you have to do it in your confined space by yourself. Like, humans are the most free thinkers in the world, but we are the least free willers on the planet. That's why I think it's smart. That's why I would say it's smart to get your own property, get your own vehicle, have complete ownership of everything you do, Mm -hmm. have your investments. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's really freedom, if you ask me. Yeah. Because you can't tell me what I can do on my lawn. You can't. You can't tell me what you can do in my house. So in in a broad spectrum of it, no, it's no free will. It's none. But if I have my confined space, like you told me, the extra sketch will be my ownership, my lawn, my car. 
But even with that, so I can do whatever I want in that confined space, and that's my freedom on this. Land. So you're saying that your freedom is confined to your space? That's what you're saying? Yes. So it's not free. How my point my, to you yes, is this: that's what I'm saying. But it'll be personally mine. It's no free will on the broad spectrum. None. But we're uh-huh. we're on the same page with that. Yeah. As long as we're on the same page with that, because it. People go around all day, oh, I want to be financially free. Yeah. Let me tell you something. With more money becomes a lot more problems. Yeah. A lot more mouths to feed. Payroll. Okay? Equity. Right? Business. So, <laughs> it's just so funny that so many people sell hope. And it's like, you guys are out here selling hope to people. You guys are selling false freedom mm-hmm. to people that will never understand the concept of no matter how much money you get no matter how much now there are outliers kanye west is an outlier yeah but look at how because he's an outlier look, look at how, how they prosecuted look at how he's prosecuted that's what i'm saying malcolm x died for ha- being died. free yeah so his physical body decomposed because his spirit overwhelmed his body mm-hmm. his will Martin Luther King, his spirit overwhelmed his body. Yep. His free will. So you mean to tell me if I really want to tap into my free will, I have to die or be 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 be, be a martyr, be ostracized from my community? Like think think about what I'm saying here, bro. Yeah, it's crazy when you think about it. But this is what society has created. Yes. You get uh Look that stupid. Just like we always say the um the cave. The allegory of the cave. Allegory of the fucking cave. We're not gonna we're not gonna go through the whole story. Don't need to. But done it ten times remember, on this podcast. But, yeah, we done but remember when he came back and he was telling them what he seen up up there and above the cave, he came back and they killed him. They killed him. Because they didn't understand what he was talking about and they thought he was crazy. Because they'd never to go went up there to see for themselves. And it's also Sorry, go ahead. He's seen all the seasons change. He's yes. seen snow. He's seen the fall. He's seen the summertime. He came back to tell them what he's seen, and they killed him for it because they thought he was talking crazy because it's not what they're used to seeing. And it's funny to think about how people were chained to a wall. Allegorically, people were chained to a wall, but they found out how to kill somebody. Yeah. Just, just putting oh, yeah, it out that there. That was crazy. They putting killed it, him. Yeah. Putting I, it out there. I don't know how they did that, but yeah. <laughs> putting it out there. Yeah. But, yo. Plateau. Yo. What you said was 100%. Correct. Yeah. And I don't like agreeing with you. <laughs> this guy. I don't. It's the truth, though. Think I don't of, like agreeing with you. About, yeah. If you really think about it, you you get. That's why I love conspiracy theories, quote unquote. Conspiracy theory was made by the FBI anyway. Yes. The, the, the phrase was made by the FBI. To spin people. To denounce people that were speaking, I guess, things that you wouldn't think is real. Mm-hmm. So that's. Like what, Bohemian Grove. Yeah. Stuff like that. Check so, that out if you've never seen it. So that's what society created for us. Like, yo, he's a conspiracy theorist. He's crazy. But most of the things that these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists say, that's not outlandish mentally. Uh, they've been true so far. So speaking about freedom, because this is what we've been on for the past 20 minutes. Two episodes ago, we were talking about Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. We were talking about, and I know I made a great point about how because the government can't control it. Yeah. They're going to they're be afraid of it. Well, Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat, came out and said that Bitcoin 
should be regulated by the government because it is causing an impact to global warming. And we, the government, should take control over it because it's destroying our earth. Before we get into that, did you see what they were doing, though? What are you talking about? You commented on my Instagram story when I posted it. Uh, I don't know if it was you, actually. They seized $2 million worth of Bitcoin. I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. They seized it because they said it was given by... uh, It was given to hackers to perform, uh, like, an operation. And... uh, in the headlines, they were saying the government took the Bitcoin away. Yeah. That's not possible because it's decentralized. So they lied in the headlines so they can make the worth of Bitcoin go down, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Which so is that's crazy. That's why it's been doing bad. Because Bitcoin's at 38000 yeah. just a month ago. It was at sixty nine. It almost hit seventy. So they're trying to denounce Bitcoin so it can go down. Mm-hmm. So the so the uh, the the. Damn the not the pop not the popularity, what's the damn word? The damn. I know somebody's gonna be in their car screaming the word. Yeah, but uh, so damn that's that <laughs> happened. Damn. So that that's that happened with Bitcoin. I feel like the government is doing this, having all it like so. Yo, we can we control Bitcoin. They try to make it seem like it's a way to control Bitcoin, but in reality, they got your credentials for somebody. Mm-hmm. And you know it's actually it's, I don't know if it's a law, but you can't you don't have to give your uh it's called a key you don't have to give it to anybody unless they threaten you with like obviously like you know you know jail time and no you don't have to you don't have to but it's decentralized it's not ruled by any government any state any you don't have to but if they're telling you they're gonna give you thirty years in jail the average citizen is giving that shit up yeah I'm not but yeah because it's actually that's one thing I consider real ownership if you want to talk about ownership Bitcoin. It's real and cryptocurrency is 100% yours. And even, watch this, the government even went, because Elizabeth Warren also talked about Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you something. Just put it into perspective. Something that's worth less than a half of a cent is scaring the U.S. government. Because they can't control it. It is scaring the U.S. government. And if you don't mind, Duff, I would like to play just a piece of the audio. Would you mind? No, go ahead. Okay, I want to play a piece of the audio that Senator Warren um, talked about, and I'm about to play. This only 40 seconds. Ready? All right, hold on. Chance to talk with experts, bring in a lot of senators around it. But the bottom line was that what's happening right now in cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin and Dogecoin, it's a wild west out there, and it makes it not a good uh, way to buy and sell things and not a good investment and an environmental disaster. So do we need some regulation around this? You bet we do. Once again, the government's trying to control their currency and have fun. Mm-hmm. Think about it. She didn't even know. She said not a good and she blinked. She's like not a good investment. way. Yeah. Not a good investment. And she used the word disastrous. She is using trigger words, which a lot of people in media do. A lot of Democrats do this as well. Yeah. They say very, very horrible triggering words scare to scare you. Yep, to, oh, let me sell it because Elizabeth Warren old ass said it. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck I don't, I'm pretty Warren. sure that's not going to affect the market. No. But the things that the government is doing trying to denounce uh, cryptocurrency mm-hmm. is going to affect the market. And why would the, you said it already? The government, <laughs> let me tell you something about our U.S. government, right? The government would not go out of its way 
to tell you not to buy something that costs less than 40 cents if they're not scared of it. Yeah. And I really like it because that's a step of buy more. Would you say that's a step of freedom? That's a step of fear. No, would you say that's a step of freedom for us? Yeah. Cryptocurrency? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because, again... It's not controlled. We control it. We dictate how much the volume is. We put the money in. One of the few things that isn't told what to do, when to do it, and why to do it. And that's One how, of the few things. That's how everything should be ran. Most things. That's how the majority of things should be ran. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have to think about it. We live in a country that will not regulate firearms, mm-hmm. but want to regulate cryptocurrency. That's crazy. We live in a country where you can have 30, 40, 50 guns, but you can't, they don't want you to own a 40, less than 40 cents of a Dogecoin. That's not real. Think about this. Dogecoin is valued more than Ford Motors and Twitter. Yeah. Dogecoin, because 30 cents. The stock prices for Ford is around nine to ten dollars, and Twitter's at like thirty-six bucks. Mm-hmm. Something that's thirty cents is valued more than both those companies, and the government is in utter fear of it. I feel like it's smart. I feel like I'm happy with the crypto. I'm happy. If you got any investments in cryptocurrency, keep it. Don't sell it because of fear. Just hold on for the ride. You'll do very well in the future. Cause my thing is, bro. Like I said, the government wouldn't go out its way to to say that. Tell I said something. that already. Yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go out their way. And there's been more talks about it in the new uh, in the news and the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, negative headlines about it. In the midst of a pandemic. Yep. In the midst of everything that's going on in our world, you know, India is is suffering mm-hmm. mightily due to COVID nineteen. We're yeah. having leaks of Anthony Fauci saying that masks didn't do shit <laughs> when the first yeah when it crazy. first started. Yeah, that's crazy. They're worried about Bitcoin, yeah, and Dogecoin. It shows you where your where your where your government's attention is going. It control. really does show they you. They want control. Control. Yeah, one hundred percent. Control. That's all it is. And now some people are going to criticize me for this, but the Republicans said that Fauci was hiding something. <laughs> Those crazy old guys yeah. on the red side said Fauci was He's hiding, hiding something. something. Look at that. Look what he's hiding. Did you uh you probably didn't see it because I recently just sent you the emails all yeah. three thousand of them where yes. I found them. So in the emails, basically one of the celebrities reached out to him. He was like, "Yo, can I post this on my Twitter about the coronavirus?" He said, "Yeah, make it bad as it can, make it sound horrific. That's fine." He said he's like, he was basically like, "Yo, make it sound horrible. You know, make coronavirus sound horrible." So um, that's how I feel like most of it was planned strategically to scare people. Mm-hmm. He was going to celebrities and telling them tweet about it. So they can, you know, bring awareness to the masses, but scare them. Mm-hmm. Well, he could have comforted everybody. So fear. So it was fear that ruled everything. So it also goes back to freedom. Yeah. You see that? Because, you know, the people that are free to think, right? Mm-hmm. They're free as long as the words that they choose exist. Yeah. Right? Through concepts that have been consistent with our brain. Yeah. All right? And has also been built in an environment that has had the experience. Mm. So think about that. Think about that. Fauci, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. There was an email that was sent by Miss uh, Sylvia, Sil- Miss Sylvia, mm. uh, Sylvia B. 
she was the former secretary of health for President Barack Obama. Yeah. She was traveling. Mm-hmm. She asked Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I'm traveling. Uh, should I wear my mask? Should I not wear my mask? Fauci said, quote, masks are for infected people <laughs> to prevent them from spreading infection. To people who are not infected, rather than protecting people from becoming infected. Yeah. So, during the pandemic... We were told, wear masks. Fuck, wear two masks. Yeah, well, please double up. Double up. Yeah, wear it in your car. Wear it out there. Wear it in the far. Double up. Wear, yeah. wear it in your car with your windows up, for yeah. God's sake. You don't know what's coming through that air vent. God damn it. COVID. 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 I mean, yeah. I feel like I took all the arrows on my back for the pandemic the entire time. I feel like I've done that enough. Here you go. No, seriously, though. I feel like in the beginning, I was telling people where the, the disease came from. People are like, yo, conspiracy theorists. Now it's coming out that he was actually aware that it came from the labs of Wuhan, China. And, and I'll take was, my uh, my credit on that, too. Yeah. I'll take my credit on that one, by the way. I came on a podcast when, the first, card, when it first started, <laughs> and I told everybody. I said, yo, this is where it's coming from. Please do your research. It was YouTube videos when it first got released. Yes. Three of the... Um, Three of the uh, scientists had coronavirus in that lab. Yes. In they the got sick. They got yeah. sick. And I was telling people it didn't come from no... What is it called? A pangolin? What was that animal called they said it came from? A pangolin. Pangolin? A pangolin, yeah. They said it came from a pangolin shitting on a bird or something like I don't know. Some, some. Or a bat, bat shitting on a pangolin. That's where it came from. <laughs> Bro, it came from the labs of Wuhan, China, what I said before. And they were playing with fucking... And it was playing around. Why y'all playing? And they said he was... um. Basically, the story was the original story. What I found out is the scientist uh, let some out. He went to a market and started touching, touching shit. shit. Yeah, it, Tart- and, and that's where it came from. Literally, started touching. That's all shit. he had to say. But uh, Doctor Fauci was actually aware of that. But instead, he said he don't want to scare America, so he's going to tell people that it was natural. So give them a, cer- a different type of fear. A different type of fear, like oh, this is all natural. Come on, no, this is not natural. This is not a, our mistake. Because guess what? Who's in who's with China, United States? People don't put these two together. This this is not conspiracies. This is all literally facts that I've been saying for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So where did? So my question for the American people: Where does y'all trust law? Because if it wasn't for mask, he said wear the mask. But he was in the emails we obviously seen. He said. The mask is not effective. So what other alternatives could have been done to prevent these measures? We So he's basically saying we all could have got it. Regardless. Regardless. Even if you're asymptomatic, you could have got it. You could have had it. So it doesn't. You could have had it. So it's a big, like, is it a two years wasted? They say it's effective, the flu, because the flu was down at an all-time low. Is it because social distancing or is it because people washing their hands more? I mean, when That's we were flu. younger in 2008 when influenza hit. Yeah. Nobody was socially distancing. Or during, wearing masks. Or wearing masks in 2008. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. So We were still going to parties. Not us, but people were still going to parties. Yep. Still mosh pitting, still raving. He influenza. He saying, he said, yo, if you're 65 years and older, the vaccine doesn't do shit to you. It doesn't do something for you. That's what he said in the email. So now I'm confused on... Why get vaccinated? Why at get this vaccinated, point? but people are still listening to the government as a safe haven. Because if this all was a big lie, 
what do we really have to do? And point point taken, because look at the states. Some states that have marijuana legal laws, mm-hmm. they're passing out free joints when you get vaccinated. Incentives, yep. New York, city of New York, you get free Knicks tickets if you get vaccinated. Yeah. City of Philadelphia, you can possibly, if you're 18 or younger, you can possibly get a, a fucking scholarship. Yeah, $50,000, yeah. And I'm just like, bro. So, do you... What are they trying to do so here? the question I have... For you, do you feel like was this two years? Have you been pandemic since 2020, right? It's been March, but it's called COVID 19, so it was beginning of 2020. It happened in December, but the pandemic didn't start till March, March. yeah, of last year. Of last year, one full year. Do you feel like this was a waste of time because of the emails of him saying, and this is the man that's in control of the Control Disease Center, the CDC. Do you feel like it was a waste of time doing all this social distancing and doing a mask? My before I answer your question, mm-hmm. I just want to put something out there. Mm-hmm. It it was really weird to me how people that the pandemic just went away, sort of. <laughs> I'm just saying before I make my statement, I just really had to say that it's just so I weird how the pandemic shit, just went away. I think there's a lot of shit that's we're just moving on to the next thing. But you don't find that, bro. I went to the <laughs> fucking bar. Yesterday, there's no people mask. dancing in the floor. I'm like, yo, bro, just two weeks ago, this couldn't happen. <laughs> what the fuck at, changed? Uh, I was at the gym. The only man with a mask on. Was probably was you. Like, yeah, yeah, me. And I'm like, yo, why does everybody have their mask on? And somebody told me, yo, it got lifted. I said, what do you mean? Just, it got lifted today. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, it, 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 it shocks me because, like, literally a month ago, CNN, I'm dying of... COVID. I'm the healthiest now, and I'm the healthiest I've ever been. And I'm just like... COVID where? They swept it under the rug. A normal person will just say, oh, it's over. Yeah. And and then, think about it. Look how the social conditioning is so strong. There was a video trending on um, Twitter. It was some guy who had his like, independent like news mm-hmm. thing, and... He was going around asking people. He said, well, the pandemic is lifted. Why are you still wearing a mask? Oh, I feel like I just want to be safe and help other people yeah. do that. And then some people was like, oh, I just feel like, you know, from now I'm wearing my mask. Or, oh, yeah, mask really helps, so I'm going to just do that. Mm-hmm. If all of this was a lie, just saying, hypothetically, oh, this if all this was a lie, if all this was a lie, look how easy it is to brainwash people. If this all was a lie. Yeah. We're not going to know now or 10 years or maybe 15 years from now. But let's say it's by the time come we're out. 40. Everything will come out, yeah. By the time we're 40 and they say that, yo, all of that shit was just propaganda, all these people that were brainwashed to thinking that, you know, this was real, look at what your government does to people. I think COVID is real. COVID is real. COVID people is are dying real. from COVID. Yeah, the, the, the measures that they made us incorrect was false, I think. That's what I thought. I feel like they could have did that better. I feel like... A lot better. If he lied about the mask, what what could have been done to prevent it? Is the vaccine a placebo? <laughs> that's that's what point, I'm saying. At this point. He's, he's saying if you're over the age of 65, then the vaccination really doesn't do nothing for you. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. And this is the what? head of the CDC. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it, man. I really yeah. don't get it. So if you're asking me, was this whole year a waste? No. The reason why I'm going to say it's not a waste because it showed me how my country acts in wakes of disaster yeah. at my age. At my age. So regarding, so it would be a waste regarding how they controlled everything. Can you rephrase that? This, I feel like this was a big experiment. 
I mean, I mean, COVID was real. What was that thing we watched in October? From from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Johnson and yeah, Johnson yeah, was there. Yeah, the, what, um, what was the name of that shit? Um, wasn't it Event One Hundred One? Event something. Yeah. Event something. 201, 101? Yeah, 201. That's event 201? Yes, sir. That's what it was? Funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. All right, yeah. So, yeah. Event 201. Check that out. Yeah. They had a simulation. And they named it close to COVID. They named it COVID. They named it novel COVID something. Yeah. And all of this stuff that we were in. It happened. It happened. And I was telling people, we was telling people back then, there was like a prediction of what were. And people were saying that that shit was fake yep. and it's that, that, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> just hamsters on the wheel, man. That's all it is. <laughs> and I don't even want to sound like, you know, superficial about the shit, but it's like, bro, <laughs> the government really tries to control every single thing. And then every they try to thing. preach free will to you. Mm-hmm. I just think it's weird. Now that you think about it, that is pretty weird how literally just last month they were going crazy extreme about everything. And everything just ended. Like, yeah, and they had not even just the incentives, but like the things they were saying, yo, we closing everything. You can't do nothing. You can't be outside past 9 p.m. And now it's just, you, you got know, tanks in Oregon, people getting thrown in vans in Oregon, <sighs> Michigan. Philadelphia, New York, California, Chicago, all these places that were literally getting torched by our government. None of just you know, just throw it under the rug. We were wrong. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nope. People died. People were in prison. Yeah. People got hurt. Who's to say if we're in the pandemic, George Floyd would have still probably been here. Yeah. Who's to say? Never know. Never know. Never know. So my thing is Do you trust your government? Not you. I already know your answer. I know my own. No. <laughs> you know my answer, but go ahead. The people out there. When pe- I love when people say, oh, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a, a faithful person. I'm a spiritual person. So if you're not a spiritual person, you're not a faithful person, you shouldn't be able to have faith in your government either. Yeah. Same thing. It's the same thing. Religion and politics. Same thing. And those are two you're not supposed to discuss. Isn't that a coincidence? That is a coincidence. Two things you're not supposed to discuss. Religion and politics. Why? Because it's all the same. That's why usually some of the people that have the same characteristics, they don't like each other because they're the same person. Republicans and Democrats. Yep. Two sides of the same coin. That's all it is. Regardless of how, how you want to shake it, they're two sides of the same coin, bro. So, yeah, listen, man. It's a podcast and chill show. We talked about a lot of good things today. Just, you know, like, share, subscribe, uh, check it out. But with the one thing that I really want to stick before we end this episode is that you as a person have to understand what freedom is to you mm-hmm. what freedom is to you because there are so many different things out there that will take your freedom whether it be jail death prison you know work work will definitely take your freedom you have to figure out how to make your brain and your body free because your brain will always be free your brain Constantly think that's why you dream at night. But how do you make your body free? How do you tell your brain to make your body become free? Are you ready to be like Kanye West, who's prosecuted? Are you ready to be like Malcolm X? Are you ready to be like Martin Luther King? Assassinated. Are you ready to be like fucking (laughs) all the others? Are you ready to do that? Because that's a certain type of person. I feel like it's a big responsibility. It is. It makes you a martyr. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. being free gets 
you killed. If we judge it off of Princess Diana, mm. dead. Michael Jackson, dead. <laughs> Think about it. That's it. 